0: Welcome to Meowmix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to discuss the week 8 matchup for the Carolina Panthers, uh, visiting the Atlanta Falcons and NFC South. Collision Collision. of two teams at the bottom of the rankings. (laughs) At the bottom of the the (laughs) NFC South. Um, Yeah. Two teams going in different directions. Unfortunately, the Falcons... Have won three of their last four. The Panthers have lost four of their last four, and um, we're going to talk about yeah. uh, talk about these two teams and what we think is going to happen here. But just right off the bat, um, there's some weird weird juju around the Panthers right now. Some oh yeah, s- strange stuff. Some some strange rumors coming out about Matt Rule, maybe not completely 100 percent in. On being the NFL head coach, uh, <sighs> Panthers. So, um, how do you feel about that? You heard that, right? I'm I'm sure you heard that.
1: I just I heard a glimpse of that. I've been busy, unfortunately. Yeah. But I I heard that someone reported that he wasn't all in. Yeah, I, I basically,
0: don't know who he uh, Joel Clatz or something. Um, who? Some guy from ESPN, I think, um, or Fox, or one of these. One, he's he's a, like a name. But uh, he was either doing a podcast or just on a TV show, and he just mentioned they were talking about the um,
1: was it LSU? Penn State.
0: No, no, I think it was Penn State. USC. Um, no, I think it was Penn State. But but all of those I think are are kind of implied here. But uh, was it Penn State? I think it was Penn State. Uh, either way, they were talking about potential coaches, and he just kind of off the cuff mentioned. That he has heard that Matt Rule may not be sold on being an NFL head coach, mm-hmm. um, so it's harder. Th- it's very. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. sleepless nights. You're working all the time, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, and look we've at, seen
0: college coaches before not cut it.
1: Yeah, Nick Saban, uh, mm-hmm. Steve Spurrier. Urban, I Meyer. mean, there's a. <laughs> In a couple of years, probably we could. Throw I think. Urban I think Meyer. after
0: this year, he's gone. But yeah, I mean, it just it happens, right? And it's fairly common. Chip Kelly, you know, yeah. couldn't cut it.
1: It's it's that grind that the NFL has a different style of grind where they're there all the time. They're grinding all the time, and honestly, the way this season's looking, he may not be fit for the NFL.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, if he's not a hundred percent in. If he's not mm-hmm. putting in the work, if he's not fully committed, then it's not going to work out, no. Doesn't matter how talented he is. And, you know, coaching NFL players and coaching college players are very different things. Yeah. The motivations are different. Uh, the teachability of these guys is different. You know, you're talking to the best of the best of, you know, at, you know you're looking at colleges. These are the best college players that were in college you know these are the best of the best and they're gonna respond differently they're gonna you know they're used to a different style and it's just so different and some guys aren't cut out for it and maybe matt rule is not cut out for it. maybe he knows that you know uh what do you think the chances are if you had to put a percentage on it that matt rule is the coach of the panthers next year i'd say 80 you still think it's that high
1: I don't think he's leaving. He doesn't seem like the guy that wants to lose. So I first see him being forced out more than walking away. Mm. But, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, obviously, I don't know him personally, but he just gives me that vibe of the guy who's wants to prove everybody wrong, wants to be known as that guy. But I could see a top blue-chip tier team back up a brings truck even though he has a great,
0: No way he's going to make contract. more money. No way he'd make no. more money in college than he would here.
1: No, but he could also see the writing on the wall that, you know, mm. maybe next year he could be gone. I could see Tepper walking away after three, not two years, out on that big contract.
0: What did so, he get? Was it a seven-year deal or a six-year deal? Seven-year deal, I believe. Seven-year deal, okay. Yeah, it was a lot of money, too. Yeah, it's like $60 so, million or something. A ton of mm-hmm. money, but... So... Um so you think he's going to be back next year. If you had to put money on it, you'd say he's back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh over under 2 years left then. Just if you had over. to bet.
1: My heart says over, my brain says under.
0: So you want <laughs> you're saying if the over would be good because that means the Panthers are doing well.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: But But what we're seeing so far is not instilling a lot of confidence.
1: Correct. It doesn't seem like this team is getting better under Matt Rule. The defense got better last year, and it's been okay this year. It started off fantastic, but it's Mm -hmm. slowly declining. Offense started pretty good, or pretty good for what we were expecting. It was fine. It It
0: was good enough to win.
1: Yeah. I mean, and now the past four games, it has gone to... Complete crap. I mean, it, it it looks like the worst offense in the league right now. At least uh, yeah.
0: from my eyes. No, it, I mean, statistically it may not be. I don't know. But um, maybe that Vikings game may pull it up a little bit just because of the garbage time stuff. I, I say garbage time. It well, obviously wasn't garbage time. They made it back into the game. But, um, you know, that style of defense that the Vikings were playing, you know, lent itself yeah. to some big plays. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I guess if I was to say I I honestly think Matt Rule might be gone after this season. It just kind of feels like I mean I'm watch I watch every single one of his press conferences. And just his demeanor, the way he speaks, the way he looks, his eyes, he just looks so depressed. He just looks so down and defeated, honestly. He looks defeated. And I... it's just it's really off-putting. Like it's sad
1: like i said i think he's gonna have to walk away or get taken away this off season for him to go i don't think tepper's gonna pull the rug out after two years i think he's he mentioned it before hiring that this was gonna be a long road but the problem is he said that and then he starts pulling in these things he keeps bringing in quarterback after quarterback he keeps trading way, trying to make big splashes, acting like this team's ready for the Super Bowl. And it's not a, It's not there.
0: He's definitely saying one thing and then doing mm-hmm. something else. I mean, it, it, the mixed messages for the fan base, honestly, because he, like you said, Tepper made it very clear that, that he wants to build a consistent long-term winner and there may be some growing pains. I mean, those were the words he used. Yeah. And then he brings in Teddy Bridgewater. And and you and I were like, what? Why?
1: Yeah, this is a Uh, long-term rebuild. We're going to suck. Let's go ahead and get a top five pick, get a good quarterback. Exactly. You know, throw Kyle Allen out there
0: and
1: a bad year.
0: And then we were like, okay, well, he brought in Teddy Bridgewater. You know, we've got him signed up for next year. So let's go ahead and draft that quarterback of the future. Nope. Nope. Trade for Sam Darnold. Trade next year picks for Sam Darnold. For the worst quarterback in the league (laughs) for the past three years. Because you think, I mean, again, like, I can understand the trade. You know, you you thought you might get uh, fool's gold. You might get a diamond in the rough here. Uh, But I guess you did get fool's gold. But um, again, it's just mixed messages. Now they're trading for Stephon Gilmore. They're. You know, the C.J. Henderson thing is a trade for the future. Like I like that one. I yeah, understand that, that one. The Gilmore one is seems like a, a win now move. We'll see what but, happens. Go ahead. But
1: even if Gilmore tra- signs somewhere else, they'll get a better draft pick. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. I mean that our, one. Yeah, that one made sense. You could say you really can afford them, so go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah. Let some of the young secondary learn from them. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: no, I, I actually really like that trade, and and I probably shouldn't have brought that up. That was a good trade. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, we've, we don't have a lot of draft capital next year. Not a lot of ways to improve the team. Unfortunately, no. uh, you're no. p- going to rely a lot on free agency and, you know, trades from, from uh fitter so, uh, check out our trade deadline video. We made, uh, our, our podcast, um, a couple days ago. If you guys want to hear more about the ways the Panthers may improve the team this year, uh, you know and heading forward as well um, we mentioned a few names that uh, could be possibilities so we'll see but we're here to talk about this week um, Jerry we got a little bit of news here
1: yeah before we move on to the actual game the Panthers signed wide receiver Willie Sneed to the practice squad earlier this week uh, Willie Sneed's a really good receiver I was kind of surprised he came in signed with the practice squad I'm assuming they'll bump him up before the game so he'll mm-hmm. probably play
0: um, i like it i like that move, I, by the way
1: yeah
0: you just know fine gotta find somebody's gonna catch the ball
1: yeah because <laughs> robbie anderson's definitely not doing it no dj moore's even had some issues so yeah
0: terrace marshall's hurt yeah you
1: know. and keith kirkwood i mean i congratulations to keith kirkwood he came back he played well You're last week team. yeah yeah, yeah. He made
0: some nice catches
1: so uh john miller guard placed on ir that that o-line just wasn't yeah. deep in the begin with and they keep on shrinking
0: yeah. miller's been uh matt rule talked about john miller a little bit in his last press conference and really he's, he's been hurt pretty much all year like he's been playing through injuries which is why he's not been as good as we you know as he was last year honestly he was fine last year Yeah. And he just hasn't looked good this year, but apparently he's been playing with some injuries, so they're putting him on IR to hope to get him back healthy for the stretch run.
1: Uh,
0: they signed punter Lakeland Edwards. He's the
1: only punter on the Panthers team right now. He's on the practice squad, but he's another one that will be bumped up by the end of the by the game time here. Yeah, so, I think it's Lock,
0: Lachlan. I think Lachlan. Yeah, but Lakeland? he 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 spoke also um, in the recent press conference. He's He's got a, uh, I think he's British or Irish or something. He's got an accent, but uh, seemed like a nice guy. I don't know. Long. Yeah, nose.
1: he's a punter, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's got decent stats. If you look at his stats, like he's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure why he's not punting somewhere already. I think he's gonna be okay. So.
1: Well, fingers crossed. We've yeah. we've been struggling this year. We need him. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, let me take a deep breath here because we're going to go through the injury report.
1: <sighs> oh, yeah, sorry. One. Davion Nixon was placed on IR right before we came on this ah, okay. recording. So he's on the injury right. report, and I remembered
0: that. Sorry. There you go. Thank you. That's all right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, all right, so we already mentioned John Miller on the IR as well. Um, so starting here with the injury report, C.J. Henderson, we'll start with the Panthers, by the way. C.J. Henderson, limited practice, um, Yesterday and today, Shaq Thompson back to practice in a limited fashion, and it sounds like he's going to play, but he may play limited limited snaps.
1: snaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, Terrace Marshall still in concussion protocol, has not practiced. Would not expect him. Giovanni Ricci also still in concussion protocol, but did practice fully today, so he's moving along. He'll probably be out of concussion protocol, be able to play. Um, Cam Irving full practice. Uh, Trent Scott full practice Matt Paradis limited practice Davion Nixon as Jerry just mentioned uh, now on IR and then Daryl Johnson um, hamstring did not practice so getting a little healthier (laughs) a little you know I I mean Shaq Thompson coming back is big the injury report is
1: shrinking just because we're placing all the guys on IR (laughs) that's probably true (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's probably true uh, McCaffrey by the way is going to be eligible to come back next week so let's hope let's hope let's hope um for the Falcons uh Avery Johnson full practice AJ Terrell full practice that's it yeah <laughs> that's the whole injury report so they are uh fairly healthy or yeah, they placed everybody else on IR yeah, I, I
1: was think. gonna say AJ Terrell is uh, the key there. He's a great corner. He's playing out of his mind this season so far. So,
0: yeah, he's the guy that, that dra- they drafted a couple. Was it last year, year before maybe that they took in the mm-hmm. first round that everyone thought it was the second round pick and and he played horribly even. He his played rookie awful. year. Yeah, he was, but he's really playing bad.
1: really well this year. So,
0: yeah. sometimes it's like that with corners. That's what we're hoping with CJ Henderson. Yeah, you know that, that he next that he realizes his potential. Yeah. but all right uh, well, let's move on to the to the numbers here uh, the Falcons are three point favorites in this game mm-hmm. uh, over under is 46 and a half which seems a little high to me yeah
1: honestly. just because our offense can't score more than like <laughs> 10 points lately so right. I mean and I the don't Falcons see they're gonna need they're... to
0: score 30 to win you know they're... And,
1: and our defense is solid so
0: yeah yeah I don't know um Alright, well let's get into the matchups here.
1: Um, let's start with the Panthers offensive line. Let's because that's where we always end up. Um mm-hmm. they're giving up a the Panthers offensive line is giving up a sack eight percent of their dropback. So out of a hundred snaps, you know, there's a sack eight times because that's just how it goes. The O line that, is that's, garbage. That, that's
0: how the numbers work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now the Falcons pass rush isn't that good. They only get it one sacks per game, and only 4.5% of drop packs, they get a sack. So, they're not a good pass-rushing team. I mean, their defense overall is not the greatest. That being said, the Panthers' offense sucks the past four weeks. So, it'll be their worst position versus our worst position in their best versus our best. So, it'll be very interesting, especially on that offensive line there.
0: Yeah, the Falcons have a decent secondary, but their their pass rush is not very good. I mean, they've got Grady Jarrett, who's a very very good player mm-hmm. uh, on the interior of the line there, and they've got Dante Fowler as an edge rusher, but he's really not what he used to be. Um, and that's that's pretty much it uh, in terms of you know high quality players. So it, it, I, this is a good opportunity for the Panthers. To get some confidence <laughs> from this offensive line, right? I mean, of course, you know Grady Jarrett again, an interior rusher, and mm-hmm. the interior of the Panthers' offensive line not great. Not generously,
1: and John Miller being out is not going to help.
0: So not we'll help. probably see nope. Dennis
1: Daly on the right side, and
0: could see Trent Scott in there. Um, Matt Rule mentioned Trent Scott as a possibility of playing uh, a guard. So I don't know. I mean Cam Irving probably gonna be back at left tackle. You could see Christensen inside as well. Oh
1: yeah, that could be a very interesting if Christensen goes to right guard.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be Which I'd like to see. I mean I play him play him in these positions to see where he's you know, puts up decent I mean stats. that
1: that's why you're you drafted him yeah. so highly is because you thought he was such a positionless player. Let's see it because
0: I mean, it's, he hasn't, it you know, excelled anywhere things. yet. No, it's so. one of those things where. You, do you want to stick him in one spot and let him get better there?
1: That's what I would line. like, but.
0: Or do that's you not what move th- him around until you find a spot that he's good at? You know, it's. I, I could see it either way, but. Yeah, um. <laughs> you know, Matt Ryan. Well, Sam Darnold. Uh, just let's just look at his last four games, right? The first three games, we know he was pretty good. Um, last 4 games he has been sacked 15 times. Passer rating of 61. Yeah, not even 800 yards, so less than 200 yards a game. Uh 4 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. So he's just not he doesn't have a lot of time. He gets and, rattled. He mentioned today that his uh footwork his dro- he's dropping back too fast he's moving too fast to get to the point to where it's time to throw the ball and receivers are not getting through their routes they're not ready for the ball which could be one of the reasons why we're seeing so many drops is they're not expecting the ball to be there when it's when it gets there. Um, I don't want to give the receivers too much. You know of a reason that they're dropping balls so they shouldn't be. I mean, we're seeing two hands on these balls all the time, but uh, and we'll talk about that much up here in a few minutes. But Sam is just—he needs more time. He honestly, any quarterback, I think, would be struggling right now in this behind this offensive line for the Panthers. It's tough.
1: It would be tough, but let's not act like I'm not giving Sam, Sam a pass either. I was gonna say, yeah. Sam has thrown with a clean pocket straight to the opposing quarterbacks and throwed completely missed receivers multiple times. So it's a it's a confidence
0: I, thing, right? He's scared back there. He he he's I think he has been conditioned over the last three years with the Saints. Or I'm sorry, with the Jets, Jets to feel like he needs to get rid of the ball quickly. At the beginning of this year, you know, he was playing like he had the time, even though the offensive line hasn't been good but he seemed to be playing slower and now it's as he's gotten hit he's speeding it up again he, where he needs to plays, you know, slow. Not slow, well, but mentally he needs a process. He needs to get let everybody get into their route.
1: And, and this also go, boils down to Joe Brady and Matt Rule being a horrible play callers. Yeah. Sam Darnold doesn't need to be throwing the ball 40 times a game. Right. Unless you're down 20 something points early in the first half. But again, this is all hearsay because we, we said this last week. Matt Rule yeah. said this last week. And they run the ball 17, 17 times, times to 40 something point passes. It, it's yeah. just, it, it's again, it's the same thing <clears throat> we discuss over and over again. They need to run the ball, they need to let. Sam Darnold breathe back there. Let the O-line kind of... I mean, honestly, all the defensive line has to do... Pass rush, pass rush, because we're passing the ball so much. We're passing it like 70% of our downs. It's ridiculous.
0: We need to establish the run. You know, this is our next matchup here. Panthers rush game versus the Falcons run defense, right? Uh, Run -hmm. defense allowing 112 yards a game, four and a half yards per attempt, uh, the Falcons are. So it's, it's, you know, not a, not the worst pass run defense that we, or uh, excuse me, run defense that we've seen, but you can run on them.
1: Yeah. They're, they're ranked, I think like 22nd or something like that. I I forget where I saw them ranked, but they're not a barn burner. Yes. Avoid Grady Jarrett (laughs) because he's a beast in the middle. Let's, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pass that up, but yeah. Let Chuba get some outside runs, you know, let's, let's. Force the run down their throats. Let's not stop after the first drive of seven runs and be like, we ran the ball this
0: game. Mm-hmm. We ran the ball. But, you know, running the ball is going to open up the passing game. Like yes. they, they work together. You're going to be able to do some play action, which they need to do more of. Roll mm-hmm. Sam out of the pocket. Let him create some time. He can. We, he's shown that he can run the ball. He can run the ball out of that, or he can throw mm-hmm. the ball. He throws on the run pretty well, honestly. Yeah, it's in the pocket where he has the most trouble. So get him on the move. You know, I mean, they need to try some different stuff. That's what we're saying. What yeah. they're doing is not working. They need to try but, some different stuff.
1: <laughs> well, Matt Rule said they tried different stuff last week. They just looked. Did very they much though? Like... I didn't see anything different. I didn't either. It was. It was. That was kind of a sarcastic joke of Matt Rule, yeah. like. I think they wanted to try some different
0: stuff but they they sort of it seemed like after that first 15 scripted plays that they just reverted back to what they've been doing. LSU,
1: please take Joe Brady away. Please. (sighs) Please. please. I beg of you.
0: Oh man. Alright, what's our next matchup here?
1: Uh, We got Panthers secondary who's been very good uh, giving up only 197 yards per game going against Matt Ryan who's Playing great, or playing really well, 266 yards per game. It'll be very interesting. I don't fear their run game. Uh, Mike Davis hasn't even really been anything. Cordell Patterson's more their main back now. And I feel we're more better suited to stop that type of running back as we stop Kamara and other, you Mm -hmm. know, those scat backs types.
0: Hybrid backs.
1: Yeah, I think we could stop him fairly decently. Um, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm not going to probably like that, but I still think they can actually stop him and Mike Davis doesn't fear me. So Matt Ryan's the one who's really the guy and yeah. he has been the guy there for a long time.
0: So they had a rough, they start off 0 two, right? Mm-hmm. But in their last four games, Matt Ryan, 1200 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. He's been sacked five times in the last three games. He's only been sacked twice. So that offensive line has really kind of come on and they're protecting him well. And he's finding, you know, we'll talk about some of his targets here in a minute, you know, who's passing the ball to, but he's, he's aging fine. he, he's playing really well. And he's one of those guys again, that can get the ball out quick. He's a Mm. veteran, and you're not really gonna scare him, so getting pressure on any quarterback obviously is the key. And the Panthers unfortunately haven't done that in the last few weeks. So again, this will be a nice one to you know reestablish that.
1: Back to my uh, sack percentage here. Atlanta's only given up three and a half percentage.
0: Yeah, sack. a lot of that's so, on Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah, I mean. They're top five in the league. They're number four. Yeah. So he drops back. He's not getting that pressure. He's not going down either. He's getting the ball out quickly. He sees the pass rush. And his offensive line has given him just enough time to get through it. So, yeah. I hate to say this, but I don't know if our guys can get back there. They seem to be struggling the past few weeks. And the only it's good thing go... is go is he's more of a stable pocket passer Mm -hmm. what we haven't really been facing that much of
0: yeah he's not going to get out and run he doesn't run a lot um i think it's going to come back to the secondary is putting pressure you know holding the wide receivers in check long enough to allow the pass rush you hear about coverage sacks all the time that's mm-hmm. what we're going to get in this game if we get sacks. It's gonna, they're going to be yeah. coverage sacks. I mean, we've got Gilmore is, I think, going to play this this week. Yeah. Um, Shaq Thompson is going to be back in some capacity, which is going to be really important when we talk about this next guy. Um, so I think as long as the secondary kind of plays to the level that they can play, I think it's possible that the Panthers could get some pressure on Matt Ryan this week. And yeah. I really hope they do. Because, uh, you know, that offense, when they heat up, they're dangerous, really dangerous.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that is the way this defense has to win, is just really getting to Matt Ryan and knocking him around a few times. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's easier said than done. I it mean is.
0: It is. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about their running game doesn't really scare you. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but their passing game is what scares you, and their new toy on that offense is Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, the last couple of weeks has been really, really strong. Um, I think he's like what close to 300 yards the last two weeks. Um, seems on, like yeah. they, yeah, it seems like they have figured out how to use him. He is their leading receiver uh, on the year with 471 yards. He's a tight end, but he plays like i mean he plays like calvin johnson he's just big and fast and strong and can catch the ball i mean he's just he's he's the calvin johnson of tight ends i think i think that's what he's gonna be like you know we talked about him in one of our draft profiles you guys go back and watch that if you want hear me gush about him and just beg the panthers to do anything to take him um you know, you know how I am with tight ends. Like I, you know, I just want. Yeah, so you, some reason,
1: you you are obsessed with tight ends.
0: Tight ends and kickers. Those are my those are my obsessions.
1: That being said, I Kyle Pitts is looking like the real deal, like a top yeah. tier tight end. But I think I kind of wish JC Horn was here because he shut him mm-hmm. down in Florida. Yeah. And, but unfortunately, he's on IR. That being said, but think I about
0: think, that. Think about what you just said there. They had to put their best corner on a tight end. Yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah,
1: but at that's the same good time. But the NFL, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I was going to say, that's yeah. what we drafted, you know, J.C. Horn, yeah. a big physical corner. That being said, I think Jeremy Chin, Shaq Thompson, I think they could slow him down. I, Calvin Ridley scares me a little bit more because um, Calvin Ridley is probably going to go Go against Dante Jackson and Dante Jackson's having a great year, but Calvin Ridley is such a great route runner that he gets open and he can get open quick for Matt Ryan, and that's what worries me.
0: He's been having a bit of an off year, Calvin Ridley, so far. Um, uh,
1: it could be not, the offense.
0: Yeah, it could be. Could be. He's getting a lot of targets, but he, I think, he has yet to, to get a hundred yard game. Um, He's only got 281 yards receiving on the season, a couple of touchdowns. So he is, uh, certainly not, I mean, he and DJ Moore, I think are, they're always going to be linked, right? Because oh, yeah. they and went at back least... to back, same division, um, one, know. one, one, two. I yeah, mean, same style of play, uh, you know, fast guys that like to go across the middle, um, but I, and DJ Moore having a much better season this year than Calvin Ridley. Uh, but if you look at their overall career numbers, they're just so eerily similar. You know, I'm not sure. You don't. This is the first year, I guess Calvin Ridley's really like the guy there in terms of wide receivers with Julio gone now, so he is the number one. But they're also going to get Russell Gage back, who has been hurt the last few weeks, so that's going to give them another weapon. And of course, Cordero Patterson Patterson is their second yeah. leading receiver. Yeah, out of uh,
1: that backfield. Yeah,
0: leading rusher and second leading receiver. So, um, he's a guy. You know, we mentioned that their running backs don't really scare us, but in the passing game, Cordero Patterson is he's a threat for sure. So he's uh, twenty-seven receptions, two hundred ninety-six yards, and four touchdowns. He's he's there. He's got their most receiving touchdowns on the team. So,
1: yeah, he's very similar to. I mean, Cordell Patterson was a receiver coming into mm-hmm. the NFL, but they are using him more as a running back. So he's very similar to Christian McCaffrey in that sense that, you know, you can have him in the backfield, then all of a sudden he splits out and he's a receiver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, I am worried about Cordell Patterson just because that production he's getting there is is pretty pretty astronomical, to be honest with you. Something I was not expecting this year.
0: Well, he's, he's having a career year, honestly. I mean, are you all right there? Yeah. Five. Okay. Yeah, he's already surpassed his um, career r- uh, rushing total in six games. Um, and he's knocking on the door of his receiving total. And he's Ooh. he's already matched his career touchdown total uh, for a reception. So, and then we're only six games into the season for them. You know, they've already had their bye. So – he is having the year of his career so far.
1: I Maybe and this offensive uh, scheme.
0: It's obviously worked. I mean, a lot of it, I think, is Mike Davis is just not good. You know, Mike Davis was okay for us last year, but he has not played well for the Falcons. No. Not at all. So he is, I'm not worried about. But uh, Cordell Patterson, he's an, an interesting player. Uh, one of those guys that can do a little bit of everything. Of course... You know, he made the Pro Bowl as a, a returner, one of the best best returners of all time, honestly. So I don't know if he's still oh doing that with them. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, oh no, our special teams, yeah. But uh, all right, we got one more matchup here, or two more matchups, I guess. But they kind of go to- together, I think.
1: Well, I thought we kind of covered Sam Darnold versus mistakes. You jumped on that yeah. earlier, and. So I'm going to go ahead and say receivers versus catching the ball because some reason that's a big deal here in Carolina the past few weeks where the ca- receivers don't want to catch the ball. Even DJ Moore seems to be in the drop Yeah, fan. I don't even know what to call that.
0: Yeah, Dropping I, the ball hope, constantly. Yeah, I hope that they have spent all week on the jugs machine or better yet having Darnold throw them the ball, getting that timing down a little bit. But I, it's, it's inexplicable, inexplicable what has happened to these guys. All of them, all of them have been dropping the ball. Yeah. You know, Chuba hasn't really been a very good receiving back. No. Anyway, but he's dropping the ball like crazy. He caught, I think I, I'm, I'm putting that safety fully on his shoulders in terms of uh, why that happened last week. He dropped a pass that would have gotten Sam out of the end zone at least. Um, but Anderson has just been horrific, not even counting the drops, he's just been horrific. Then he yep. started dropping the ball, you know, so he's added on top of his horrificness. And uh DJ, you know, DJ has been getting doubled, he's been seeing a lot more attention because offense or defenses know nobody else on the team can catch the ball. So, so right
1: now, Carolina leads the league in drop passes eighteen. So far this year. Guess who... The number two team has 13. That's mm-hmm. how many drop passes. Wow. Atlanta is sitting at number nine in this stat with nine. Half. Wow. And there are top 10 undropped passes. That's...
0: Eight of those came in one game, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last week, I don't know how many they had last week. Three or four at least. So, I mean, most of those have come in the last two games. So, I mean, gosh... I hope that that was a focus this week. I mean, that's the only... There's so many things they need to focus on. But catching the ball has to be near the top. Like, you can't waste the good throws that Sam has. Yeah, he doesn't make many of them. (laughs) If he's getting the ball, you you have to take advantage of that, right? (laughs) Yes. uh, You have to do something there, so... All right, any any, uh, other... I think we've kind of covered almost everything
1: uh yeah i've I think that's it. I mean basically, yeah. our offense actually has to do something this game to win this game. Our yeah. defense has been good enough multiple times, but the offense hasn't hold up any of their bargains. Now, the defense has slowly been getting worse, but the offense hasn't helped because they i mean the defense is out there.
0: 60-70% of the game. The worse the offense has been, the worse the defense has been. I mean, it, it's, it's they're going together. So, Okay, well, let's move on to our Beer Bet of the Week. Beer Bet of the Week! All right. This is not an anti-Panthers Beer Bet of the Week. No, this it's just a, this
1: weird love affair that you have with Kyle Pitts and any a, other tight <laughs> end that's not on this Panther <laughs> roster. I swear to God, he probably goes through other teams' roster just... <laughs> hearts
0: all the tight ends heart listen heart it's been so long since we've had one that's been worth a damn i I just you know i think it's a big part of the office when you have one who's great it's it's a big deal it is but
1: i don't but it also you need a team that specifically wants to feed the tight end and under that rule it has not
0: i I know i know we've had this i know we've had this conversation We've had it. But look at some of the better, best teams of the last 20 years. You know, Kelsey, Zach Ertz, uh, Gronkowski. I'm just thinking of like Super Bowl winners. Yeah, um, I could tell. You know, they they all have good tight ends, if not great tight ends. So, you know, it, it's it, it'd be a nice thing to have. It'd be a nice no- – another uh, – for Sam Darnold especially, who struggles – having that big, reliable target in the middle of the field would be so valuable. It, we don't have it. But anyway, this is this bet's about Kyle Pitts. Uh, we're going to bet over under 100 yards for him. He's been on fire lately. So Jerry, uh, the, the Kyle Pitts denier, is going to go under. Deni-
1: <laughs> he's a, he, looks, he looks good, but I don't think he's he this like – He's had 200-yard games. He's a
0: rookie, and he's leading them in receiving. He's going to have well over 1,000 receiving yards as a rookie tight end. That is incredible. It's amazing. You it's weird lovers. <laughs> all right, so Jerry's said- under. I'm over 100 yards receiving for Calvin. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think our defense can really kind of lock him down, but we'll see.
0: We'll see. Uh, all right. I'm gonna change the beer to uh like a nice bottle of scotch or something since you owe me so many beers at this the, point. The way it I is, man, you. I can't win I'm save anything. You some money. <laughs> I can't win anything.
1: My fantasy team, half my team is on IR. Like my first like four yeah, I picks I IR, IR. So
0: one of the guys in our in our league uh messaged me the other day. It was like, what did Jerry do? <laughs> like, what is <laughs> What happened to us? I
1: drafted on like an ancient (laughs) Indian burial ground.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man. All right. Bold predictions. Uh, I'll let you go first here. Uh,
1: My bold prediction is Chuba Hubbard will get 125 yards rushing if he actually gets more than like 13 carries.
0: So last week it was 150. Uh, We're gonna. It's a better run defense. It's a better. Still a very bold. It's still very bold because. (laughs) They're just not running the ball. Actually,
1: I should I should change it. It says Chuba Hubbard will get 20-plus carries.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's bold. All right. Uh, my bold prediction is that uh, the Panthers will hold Kyle Pitts to under 75 yards. I'm going to win one of these. I'm either going to win my bold prediction or the beer
1: <laughs> Watch it gets 85. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Um all right, game prediction. So, again, Panthers on a losing streak, Falcons on a winning, you know, streak. I mean, they won two in a row, but um, who you got?
1: I have the Atlanta Falcons winning uh, 24-13. Panthers just, th- their offense just can't get it together. I, I just, this seems like it's continuing to go downhill.
0: All the rumors flying around, the Deshaun Watson thing that was all week long. You know, now not, not, a, not an issue, but been a lot of off the field things for the Panthers to be distracted by this week. But I don't think it's going to distract them. I think they're going to come out. They're going to play hard for Matt Rule. They're going to really show the fans that, that you know, the season is not over. I think the pa- Panthers win this game. I think it's going to be a close one. 24-23 Panthers win on the last second field goal of Gonzalez. Okay, I hope you're right. Yeah. We'll be four and four. I mean, honestly, we'd still be right in the mix if we if we win this game.
1: If the offense could turn it around, yes, we can be in the mix. Yeah. But
0: it feels like and then that... you got McCaffrey coming back and you know, things could things we could be feeling really good this time next week. Better we really Yes.
1: Could. But right now yeah. I feel completely I feel like the wheels so fell off this car. And if the Panthers going.
0: lose this one, you know, you're going to have to pay me more, Jerry. <laughs> I don't pay you anything. <laughs> All right. Only one NFC South game outside of this one this week, uh, obviously, because this is a division week. The Pan- the, the Bucks are playing the Saints. Uh, and what probably will be an interesting game. It's in New Orleans. Uh, Saints also playing very well so far, you know, uh, after their kind of tough start. So... I, I mean, I'm going to take the Bucs in this one. We, Bucks we don't fangal. usually pick these games, but yeah. The Bucs are just kind of at a different level. Tom Brady, man. And we don't play the Bucs until towards the end of the season, so we're not going to get to talk about him really, but he's leading the lead in, league in touchdowns. He's you know right up there in yards. If not leading the league in yards, he's just incredible. It's it's ridiculous. If Pitt. Imagine if he had Kyle Pitts on that team. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> so so you're about three and a half months away from sending uh, kyle pitts your valentine
0: <laughs> i might do it early it's so weird that you early. have a
1: love affair with an apo- like a division rivals titan. to be
0: fair it started when he was in college okay <laughs> that even sounds weird <laughs> to be like i hope that he i hope that he sucks this week i mean if that's any consolation because that's that means the panthers will win or at least you know be competitive but he's awesome i get sucks i mean again go go watch our draft profile on him i you know i was predicting that he was gonna if he went to the falcons that he was gonna haunt us for 10 years and it looks like that's what's gonna happen
1: i think it's too early to tell that much but well, yeah, he, he again, is, go listen he, to the draft
0: uh, profile. Jerry has not really changed his opinion on Kyle Pitts since the draft profile. I, I mm, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at makes Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please
0: like and subscribe on YouTube. We'll be back on Sunday afternoon mm. to discuss the Panthers-Falcons matchup. Um, again, go check out our uh, our Halloween video, our uh, trade deadline video. If you haven't already, leave us some comments there. Uh, and until next time, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.